What's up, podcast? This is a coronavirus update from Dr. Rogers. Uh, we are putting these out every couple days uh, as things uh, change and we learn more about the virus and kind of what's happening uh, with that in our area as well as uh, the United States. Um, these are, again, these are just uh, Dr. Rogers' perspectives. Um, we're getting a lot of questions about it, um, and we're going to try to to post these um, as quickly as possible because uh, and, and keep it as current as possible because things are changing so fast. So uh, this is Dr. Rogers' coronavirus update uh, recorded on March 25th, 2020. Hey, this is Dr. Tom Rogers at Performance Medicine, giving you the every three or four day update on coronavirus, what you can do to prevent it and stay healthy, and maybe even some stats. Today, today I'll tell you, it's Wednesday at about lunchtime. In the United States, there's been about 60,000 cases um, confirmed. There's probably a lot more than that that are unconfirmed. There's been about 800 deaths so far, and so we're learning a lot about this thing. Um, is this the calm before the storm in the next week or so in our area of East Tennessee? Maybe, very possible that it is. It's already kind of at a peak, hopefully, or near a peak in New York City. Um, I hope it's at a peak there because it is bad. Um, one thing about this virus is, is that it's hitting younger people, too. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we would tell you, no, it, it's not. But now we know it does affect younger people. Um, you know, in, in my 65 years, um, I've never seen anything like this. And I uh, hope we never do see anything like this again. But so is it bad? Yeah. Um, but should you panic? No. For, the, for most people, it's going to be a mild illness if you get... Uh, the virus. It, some people say that 40 to 60 percent of Americans may um, be positive for the virus at some point, so we don't know yet. Although we know that this is a more virulent and contagious virus than anything we've seen in a while, and more widespread, certainly. I mean, it's a worldwide global pandemic, no doubt about it, and it's causing all kinds of problems, not only medically straining hospitals and resources and PPEs. There's not enough mask or protective equipment. Um, and so we're, we're getting ready for it. And I think we're kind of at an advantage for sure in this area because we can kind of learn from what we've uh, experienced with other countries and other parts of our own country and, and what to do about it. Um, so um, certain things I won't go or belabor too much, but of course you need to maintain social distancing and um, you need to wash your hands thoroughly, keep your hands out of your face, um, be worried about fomites, things that you touch that other people may have touched like doorknobs and you know boxes and packages and things. So you need a lot of cleaner around just take every precaution, maybe even more so than you usually do. I'm kind of a germaphobe myself, so um, it's nothing different really for me. But And there's also a lot of things you can do that 
you know, that can boost your immune system up. What we know is that the people that are dying of this have a compromised immune system for sure. Not all of them, but most of them. This includes obesity, known heart disease, diabetics, pulmonary disease like chronic bronchitis, asthma, emphysema, um, smokers for sure, um, people with already compromised immune systems like lupus and MS and some of the autoimmune diseases that we see. Um, so the, the practical things that you can do, I've already gone over, like take a high dose of vitamin D. I'm taking 10,000 units. I'm taking two grams of vitamin C twice a day. I'm taking zinc. Um, I'm definitely keeping an eye on decreasing what you, the sugar that you eat. Sugar is bad for anybody, especially now. Um, I'm trying to get eight hours of sleep. I'm getting outside, not in crowds, but I'm getting outside and getting some sunshine. Hopefully, warmer, sunny weather is right around the corner. Um, I think tomorrow is supposed to be beautiful, so I'm going to get out for sure there. I'm exercising. I'm trying to stay calm and not panic about this thing. Um, do your meditation. Do your in-house yoga. Um, try to relax. Um, use this time to reprioritize. Like, you know, I'm really hitting the guitar kind of hard right now. Reading books, watching Netflix, um, you know, playing around with my family, doing some puzzles, things like that. You know, of course, my office is open. I'm here, and uh, I'm doing a lot of telemedicine, which I'll talk about in a minute. Um, and I found that to be a great help to a lot of people. Um, I'm talking to other doctors. I've talked to um, pulmonologists, hospitalists, radiologists, cardiologists, primary care docs, anesthesiologists, um, getting input from them um, on what to do. You, know, you certainly shouldn't go to a doctor's office, urgent care, or in a hospital unless you're really sick with this thing. You know, they're doing testing in all three uh, cities, in Knoxville also, um, Tri-Cities and Knoxville, um, you know, drive-through testing if you have symptoms. Um, and certainly you do want to know if you have it, if you're, you're symptomatic, meaning if you have fever, headache, cough, sore throat, or especially shortness of breath, you know, you should get a swab. I think they're going to be a lot more available in the next few days, so hopefully. Um, currently... Most offices are not checking for this in their offices. Most docs' offices are not wanting to see sick people right now um, because if you do, you're going to have to shut your whole office down. If one person walks in there with coronavirus, everybody in your office, including you and anybody that's been in your office recently, will have to quarantine for two weeks. So you know, we're certainly not encouraging any sick person to come. That's where you call us and you do telemedicine, which we've expanded our services with that. And uh, I'm seeing really a majority of my patients right now by telemedicine, which is certainly available. Just call one of our offices. We're, of course, staffed and ready for your call. We will call in medications, even deliver them to your car if needed, um, if we have them in the office, like our, our shot therapies and all that for routine stuff. Um, so don't panic. You know, help's available. Um, but you should probably practice some isolation, you know, for, from other people. You don't want to bring this home to your family or 
especially older people that are compromised. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that is coming to the forefront if you do your research about uh, what they're doing to combat this virus. I'm certainly a believer in if you do have it and you get short of breath, hitting it aggressively. Um, because there are certain treatments that may be off-label, but I certainly would take myself if I had the virus and I was getting short of breath. Of course I would take hydroxyquinone, uh, I mean the malaria drug Plaquenil. Um, I would also take a ZPAC. Um, I know they asked President, Vice President Pence if he would do it, Dr. Oz, on TV yesterday, and uh, he kind of bounced that question off. Um, to I would follow my doctor's orders. Well, if I'm your doctor giving you advice, I'll tell you that I would definitely do it myself. Very little risk in doing that. You know, with Plaquenil, you have to make sure that you don't have pre-existing arrhythmic problems with a long QT interval, um, and you don't want to have retinal damage. But the chances of that are really rare. And besides, you're going to be taking a really short course of it. Um, you know, the problem is hopefully they're going to be able to make this available, um, you know, in mass doses because it's been shown to work. Um, so even though they haven't had double-blind placebo-controlled trials, this is not a time when you have to worry about that. They, the FDA is okay the use of it. So certainly, I'll tell you myself, yeah, I would definitely get on these two at the first signs of uh, coming down with this thing. Um the other thing that they're talking about and they're doing in New York City, any new case of coronavirus are immediately given a higher dose of IV vitamin C. So, um, you know, we've been doing this in our office for years for other conditions. So definitely think about IV vitamin C um, if you have to be hospitalized for this. It's been used for sepsis or bacteremia for years, and it works probably even equal or better than IV antibiotics. So think about IV vitamin C. Um, but anyway, um, another interesting thing is um, diagnosis and differentiation between the people that may get into problems with their lungs. They're doing lung ultrasounds. Uh, that's what shows your likelihood to get this uh, much earlier than a chest X-ray will show. So I think this is going to be something that they're going to be doing pocket ultrasounds by the bedside. Um, certainly in Italy, it's really helped differentiate between who needs to be in the hospital and people that can be treated on an outpatient basis. Um, so think about all this stuff. Um, it's serious. Um, you know, I wouldn't get out too much if you didn't have to um, and, and use all your hygienic precautions. Um, and certainly utilize telemedicine uh, for any problem you have. Don't skip your medications. I think maybe even worse than the health problems that this is going to cause our country could be the infrastructure of our country's um, financial meltdown and lost jobs and worry and panic, mental health. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a real deal there so you got to think about taking care of your sanity with this thing so anyway um 
I'd like to end this like I always do on my telecast with a note that take care of yourself so that you can take care of others. I'll see you shortly. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, Please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, We will see you guys next time.